inside his own. You can fight it. There's the bounce, Somerville, and there's the siren. Victory for the Bombers. But in the end, you'll fail. Kevin Sheedy joins Dick Reynolds as the most successful club in over 100 years at this famous club. The red and black runs through you. and rich in history that no club can match. Looking for a mark here. We have clubs in the AFL, the VFL, the VFLW and the brand new Wheelchair Football League. Four clubs, one goal. Join Liam and Andrew for your weekly Essendon fix. Reviews, previews of all four clubs right here on the Flying Up podcast. The other teams, they don't fear. They all try their best, but they can't get near as the bombers fly on. This is the Flying Up Podcast with Liam, Andrew, and Jeff's back. Yay. He actually hasn't left the studio since last Friday. No, I live here. Do you live? This is your house. Rent was up. I needed someone to crash, and since being nice enough for me to come here, put out a little bit of a mattress, a mini fridge, great. Got my water, got my milk. Well, it only sucks that you can't drink in here. So yeah, you no, must right. be dying of thirst. No, well, you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> they say you can't have food in the studio. They don't say anything about a mini fridge. Welcome back, Andrew. Hello, how have you been? Good. Corner. This is what you. First time here since 2015, maybe? About that. Was it that recently? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get this. The only Matt, the only episode that I've missed was the one where we won. How infuriating is that? If we and lose the next one, we're going to blame you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Maybe I should just leave. Ship you off to Carlton. You wouldn't dare. Yeah, I would. No, I'll be it, good. Make it worse. <laughs> Ship him off the Gold Coast. No. <laughs> Please. No one would ever open that box and no one's ever going to see they got mail. Uh, <laughs> uh. Poor Gold Coast. Like, people will see that stadium and be like, what's that stadium for? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, no one watched the Commonwealth Games, so I wouldn't even know that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what a good win on the weekend. Another win, two in a row against the last year's, uh, was it, La- last year prelim finalists against Geelong and now against the GWS Giants. What would, what do we make of that victory? Well, oh, not all at once, guys. Not <laughs> please, no, after you, please. I always say that the ma- I reason I listen to podcasts for the etiquette. <laughs> I, I think it says a lot. I really do think it's it's a changing a changing sands for Essendon. The thing that heartens me the most about these two Ooh, wins hardens. is the fact I know I'm you know taking the tone up. It's just shot through the roof. It's a very low roof. It's like a TED. Um, <laughs> I think the um, I think the thing that's most encouraging about this win is the fact that it is that they've changed their style a lot. Because that was the thing that was frustrating about all the matches pre-Carlton uh, during the, the period we don't talk about, was that they were just playing the same style and just getting nowhere. Whereas well, I think the last time... was a period you don't talk about. We don't talk about a lot of times. There are a lot of periods yeah. we don't talk about in Essendon. We don't talk about 1972 it's like, here. It's a bit like Germans his, Germany's history. A lot, <laughs> a lot of aspects we just don't talk about. Well, um, I know it's very odd for Carlton, Collingwood and Essendon supporters to not talk about past history. Even though it's very relevant in 2018, but they love to bring it up. Yeah, no, well, mm. we are 16 time. Uh, 16 winners. time? Yes, and 14 time grand final winner. Mm. I don't even know what that means. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you do the whole bloody history thing that no one ever You did not about. win. You only won 14 grand finals. So, so continue, Andrew. Sorry for really interrupting How are you concert. in a relationship? I mean, Andrew or single? That's what I want to know. <laughs> because I have good taste. Oh, good idea. Yeah. That's what they all say. You know what? That's code for. She's gorgeous. Isn't um, it? <laughs> 
They go shout out to my fiance. Was that the only one that got that? Yeah, I think so. Um, but I, 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 yeah, like I think they've, I think they've showed real promise. I think it's also put to put to bed the the theory that the third quarter is some kind of curse for us. No, no, not at all. You reckon? No, GWS came back in the third quarter. A little bit. No, no, no. They, they like almost got in front in the third quarter. Did they? Oh, look, I'm actually watched the it third quarter. It was two goals to one, and GWS, I think the last minute, got, I think, three points. So Did they? No, that, that is completely fake news, as the great man would say. Yeah, <laughs> don't you? Um, what I wanted to bring up, guys, on this show was the we were talking about what's changed with Essendon from this week to past weeks when they weren't, weren't in good form. For me, in this game, what we said last week, Liam, was Jake Stringer needs to have a really big game. Uh, because he, we feel that he was out of form. He did well in this past week. I believe he, he scored uh, three goals. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, yes. He but did definitely score three goals. Scored three goals. <laughs> Played some time in the midfield. Didn't mm. do too bad in the midfield. In you guys' opinion, what changed between the, pr- the prior weeks and uh, this uh, past A bit game? more freedom. A bit more freedom. As in he, 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 mm. that he can drift in and out yeah, of the 50? I, I, think, I think when he's first... when um, I know when Danaher first went out, I think they used him more as a main forward. They did. For a bit. Yeah, but da- um, String has never been... Ne- he's never a main forward. No. no he's not the number one guy. But the thing is, right, is they, they want to play him at deep in the deep in the forward line because he does create a lot of s- mm. his own space. And he is very good at, you know, getting around their players and fending off and all that. But, you know, if it was up to you, if you were John Worsfold, would you rather have him deep in the forward line when he can do that kind of stuff and get close to goal? Or would you rather push him up to the half-forward flank where we've seen that he does like to enjoy running and... Drifting in and out of the 50-metre uh, zone. I think he's better um, half-forward flank. Half-forward yeah. flank? Yeah. I think that's uh, Stringer. Yeah. I think oh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, I don't know. I listen to this podcast as much as anyone listens to it. I, um, I <laughs> think I think Stringer, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think he's a forward forward. I don't think he's a forward player at all, really. He, he's a good kicker goal. And this, this no, no, we're talking about Stringer's time with the doggies. What did you think of that? Oh, I, I, I don't really follow. I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't know. I didn't really see. <laughs> it. To, to be honest with you, I, I, don't, I don't really follow the AFL. The time at the hoops. I'm not a real man. Love storm. This is the podcast about baking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. I didn't. Um, I, I'm sorry. I like. I must, well, I don't really understand why. We're talking about what happens when you get a nice legend. package, and then you know what we can make out that package. <laughs> <coughs> uh, stringer. Yeah, and baking. Like what you have to get in the package. Treats and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Just continue. And uh, I feel like you're making innuendo here and I don't like it, so I'm going to continue about stringer. No, we're talking about packages, like with baking. So you get all your, your baking goods in a box yeah, and then you it's get a package. Flour, you get yeast. Yeah. Well, I don't usually yeah, use yeast. No, it was only a baking joint. There was nothing disgusting. Yeah, there was nothing. You know, you know the gutter? Anything. Please, please, just get your mind out of it. Well, I did yeah. like to put a lot yeah. of eggs in one basket. We cornstarch, man. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah, you always have to bring that into back. Well, I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand why. Um, I don't really understand what the big fast with. I didn't think Stringer played that well at the Bulldogs. To be honest, I thought he was a good player, a solid player. But I, I don't think he was the kind of saving grace, the white knight that everyone was expecting you, to be. Listen, because I don't think he was that good at at, at the Bulldogs. To you think I didn't he pay was attention. the standout greatest player? Like you thought, maybe there was a lot more dominant. Uh, star key players in that team. Yeah, it was a very unusual team to watch though because they didn't have we used to comment in the past, Liam. Mm. But you know they had Tom Boyd who was their big straw tall, but they didn't have. But he wasn't that good until the finals. Yeah, but like the doggies were a team. We used to always say they were a team, not a team full of um, mm. you know individuals. So maybe it's that you you know if you pull Stringer out of that team that was a terrific club, every to the Bombers where he has a lot of different players around him, he doesn't need to adjust. 
because yeah. you need to adjust to the Essendon playing style and not the Bulldogs playing style. You know, we, we you guys commented all the time, you know, the Bombers are hand-passing too much. Well, Bulldogs, were they were the best hand-passing team in the league when they won the grand final. You know, mm. Bombers are starting to change a little bit to a kicking style, so I guess we just have to wait to see if Stream mm. can adjust to their game game style. But well, it's weird, though, because, I mean, if the, surely if, if the if both teams played a lot of handball-heavy styles, and I think you're right, you're right, actually, that is a good point, that... that the um that the bulldogs do play a lot of handballing, but they play long handballs. They use it attackingly, whereas Essendon try and work into this incredible machine that just doesn't quite work. Mm-hmm. Or wasn't working until two weeks ago. But in that case, if they both play handball heavy styles, it doesn't really make sense why Stringer's only coming good as they reduce the handballs. Because statistically, if you look at the last few matches, the handballing has gone down a lot. This in the last GWS match, the number of handballs. I think they yeah, hundred fifty five to one hundred twenty two. Yeah, two hundred thirty eight handballs they had in the game against Carlton this week. Like I say, one hundred fifty five. So they've reduced the. They have statistically reduced the handballs a lot, mm-hmm. and it's it's. I think that shows that Stringer is. That probably is a testimony to Strings Stringer's uh, strength as a player is the fact that he can he can drop his old bulldogs habits. Mm. One player. Go on, sorry. I, mean, I feel like I'm interrupting. I feel like might, you really I want to get this off your chest. I feel like I might mention the same player actually here. One player yeah. really impressed yeah. was um, Devin Smith. Oh, no, one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, who who, who was you was about good. to say? Zaharakis. Oh, well, yeah, no one cares. Um, <laughs> 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 You're the leader of this podcast. Yeah, thank but Devin, you. Devin Smith did play well. Yeah, yeah, well, against former club, 13 tackles, absolute beast. Kicked the goal, if you don't mind. I think it was a great, great performance against his old club. Mm, and they yeah. were booing him. No. Well, I mean, it's just. They probably forgot he paid for it. Either they're so used to players leaving, so what's the point of booing? Yeah, or yeah. two, like, did they even remember he paid for him? I don't, you know what? I didn't. No. <laughs> you know, no. I just thought he was like a new player. But, mm. you know, well, he was working under the pressure there going up against his old club. He to prove a point that he was valuable in that club, especially if they did come off of a pl- yeah. prelim final. So, despite all that, you know, I think he did play a great game. Not and just I, that, a prelim final that he, he was the emergency for. It wasn't even the best 22. And when you're in that position, you go through points to your former mm. club, especially in the yeah. fact that the guy who was choosing that team, um, you know, the GWS uh, coach, you know, he was watching the game, obviously, because he was coach, yeah. the coach. So, you know. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> the GWS coach did indeed watch the game. <laughs> that is actually a this shocking fact. Breaking news. <laughs> oh, I know. We're trending. Um, <laughs> um, me, me and Andrew don't particularly agree with your point of view, so this is not a point of view of the flying up yeah, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the views of this one presenter, <laughs> this one emergency presenter, don't uh, reflect the views of the wider flying podcast. Uh, yes. Tell me out. Devin Smith's uh, been good because he a, he's able to keep the ball in the 50, which is something we haven't been able to do that well over the last few months. So you, so you sound like you're saying he's able to keep the ball in his forward half, which is what you <laughs> want him to do. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, like, for a while there, he's getting confused and kicking backwards up the ground. <laughs> but you know, you know what's the worst thing I've ever heard, though? This is um, not football. Yeah. Um, I was watching cricket during, pick the, it up anyway. cricket during the summer. It was, I think the team, I think that, um, I think they need to hit more runs to win the game. <laughs> oh, well, I, that took me back. I was like, wait, that, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, was that... Was that who was commentating? Oh, one of the terrible ones. Yeah, yeah. Someone probably Warren or Warner. Clark or someone that's not good at commentary. No, no. But let's continue with football since this is a football podcast. Yeah. I guess. Oh, fine. Um, <laughs> I think. I think. Well, yeah. You know. I think. Yeah. Smith is playing well. The other person, as I was going to say, I think deserves special mention. I think Zarak has played well. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. I was thinking <laughs> the same good thing. Good point, Liam. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Totally unscripted. <laughs> Um, don't you think he played well? He had, uh, <laughs> he, he, as, uh, uh, in terms of um, in terms of possessions, he had uh, in t- sorry, in t- um, 28, uh, 33 touches, one goal, two behinds, five yeah, tackles, thirty four, uh, yeah, twenty seven kicks. Talk about keeping your kicking game strong. Mm. Twenty seven yeah. kicks. 
Because King that like Tom Mitchell hand passes like fifty times a game. Yeah, yeah. Having twenty-seven kicks, and I don't know how do many of them were effective. But do you think if they could train, because bad. he kicks so much, and I mean he did get one goal too this match. But do you think if they that there's potential in him to train him up for a goal kicker? Nah. Well, would you trade in Zaharakis? We spoke last week about Darcy Parish. Would you trade him? Because the, uh, the argument I made no. last week was he's too young. But Zaha Rakic is ten years in the game. Yeah. Would you consider it? Nah, I wouldn't. Uh, no, no yeah. way. He's playing well. <laughs> he, he's, he's in the best, the best age period to be a player. Yeah, he's near, near thirty. Um, it's pretty much like he's make or break type yeah. of um, period. Mm-hmm. I'll keep him, especially if you, you know, I think Essen still believes him in the Premiership hunt. Maybe yeah. not this year, but maybe you know next year or the year after. Mm. Yeah. And they might pull the Richmond finish, you know, in the bottom half and then win the flag for next year. It's good to see that he did actually stand up because he was under the pump for a while. Mm. Um, he wasn't playing good footy for the, the, the large part of this season. He, yeah. he showed up yesterday. You know, I like to see the Harakas mostly in the midfield because they do pop him up to the, in the forward line every now and again, which I know nowadays doesn't mean that much because, you know, the forward line does drift into the midfield a lot more than they used to. Mm. But I'd rather see the Harakas in the uh, centre square out of bounds because he does like to get the ball and power, wa- power his way through. Mm. Yeah. I think Dyson Hepburn also played okay. 28. Uh, someone put him, I think Kevin Barther put him in his All-Australian team and I thought that was a bit too much. You don't, you're not, you're still not that convinced about Hepburn? You've never been oh, that convinced about him? Oh, I like Dyson Hepburn. I just don't think he's All-Australian this year. No. I probably but then I also that. don't think Dangerfield's All-Australian this year but that's, but yeah, no, I think he's played well. I still don't think he's, you know, the best captain in the AFL. I think he's far from it. Well, it's his first year being a captain. Second, second, second year. Second year being mm. a captain. Well, he needs a bit of time. I can have, mm, never mind. Needs um, a bit of time. Can we just talk about uh, Brendan Goddard real, bi- uh, yes, real quick? Yes, let's, let's talk about Brendan Goddard. We need to talk about Brendan. <laughs> Brendan. <laughs> no, it's amazing. No pretzels were harmed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to bring him at the stadium. Yeah, good, day at the, good day at the office. No. Um, <laughs> the, the company that makes yeah, the, the old colonial biscuit company just exhaling with relief <laughs> as Brendan Goddard left. Uh, left Need more pretzels. Did, did so Brendan Goddard would have been very happy with him. So he's probably like, wow, that's a good win by me. Yeah. No. Well, no, look, he's been under, he's been under, um, uh, you know, he's been in a little bit of trouble lately because of his attitude. Everyone's saying he's not acting like a leader. He's whinging a lot and he keeps yelling at the players. Did you see a change in his attitude in this past game? I saw him score a goal. Turn around to I think it was Devin Smith put his arm around him and just it looked like he was explaining something to him and just go okay well now he didn't even celebrate he was just like okay now we're gonna do this all right or we're gonna push towards this well uh, I, just, I think he's had a change I don't I know, he's not been a dummy out that much as he used to well there's only been a few weeks that yeah, sounds like I mean, that sounds yeah. like an alcoholic not having a drink for like a week <laughs> so, and I'm so cured I'm cured yeah I'm clean like, yeah. yeah I actually now criticise other people about their drinking habits I've run an AA session that, that, they're the ones that do it to celebrate my to celebrate me opening my Alcoholics Anonymous yeah. group I'm gonna go out and have a drink not a drinking <laughs> right it is I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a bit early to call that and particularly as he doesn't I mean he's not look I don't, I don't really like talking about Brennan Goddard because he's I don't think he's I don't think it's necessary to bring his, his personality into it but I do think the fact that he's criticising other players is really impactful and that was that was terrible that was a, that was such an unprofessional poor thing to do I think he's right at the moment he needs to be a, an on-field coach I'm yeah. not sure what he wants to pursue after his career, but when you become a veteran... Oh, he'll be a good coach. I like Goddard as a coach. Don't you reckon he'd be Malthouse 2.0? Probably be, 1.0. You wouldn't have much patience for players who can't play well. And well, I like that in the coach. Yeah, shouldn't a coach do that? Have no patience for someone who can't play well? <laughs> well I mean, you I do, like I that in a coach? I heard the other day that when uh, Glenn Djakovic, when Wayne Kerr kicked five goals against uh, Djakovic in a game, Mick Malthouse went up to Djakovic and he said, you're 21, he's 20. If you can't play up against him for the next 10 years, I've got to find someone else. Said that to him. I don't mind tough coaches. No, one of my favourite things, you like this as well, was at the 1983 grand final. 
when Essendon lost to Hawthorne. Was this the the dinner when the VIV? Yeah, and the Kevin Chi. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Chi was just like, you know, there's not. We shouldn't be happy at all. Yeah. Nothing to celebrate. We we should not be celebrating. Yeah. We've just lost the grand final by yeah. a record margin. Um, I know yeah. um, Ron Barassi did the same thing in '74 when North lost to Richmond. <coughs> gave an absolute spray, saying that was a, a disappointing, disgusting effort. But I like a tough coach, though. But uh, I, Do you, I mean, there's a tough coach, but then there's a then there's an ungrateful coach. Where and also the best that? players. The other problem as well is the best players often don't make often make pretty poor coaches. James Hurd, <coughs> Buckley. <coughs> 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 well, I that, like that this was, game. Boss. Good. I'm trying to help Ross Lyon. Well, he wasn't a good player. No, he was. That's very Ross. That goes with the theory: bad players make bad coaches. I don't think Brendan Goddard would make a very good coach. What makes a good coach? An average player like um. Alistair Clarkson. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say um Hardwick, but yeah. So average players <laughs> yeah, make good coaches. No, Hardwick was good in his day. He wasn't the greatest player, yeah. but yeah, he was average though. Was terrific think... enforcer though. He was one of the guys that would start all the fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. still does. <laughs> so, at the RSL, um, I don't think. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I don't but think. Yeah. With a um, this year alone, they say that um, by halfway through the year, rugby league's about to overtake the AFL in terms of view- TV viewership. Mm. Yeah, but no one goes to a rugby league game, so everyone's just going to watch it at home. That's and that's true. because Queensland is such a massive state. There's only one tiny little stadium down the very bottom corner <laughs> that the rest of the state has to tune well, in. Unless or you want, get a unless you want to go to the very, 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 <coughs> you know, this is an intimidating. I think I've told you this same. Very intimidating. Yeah. Like you're, you're scared by the name of one three hundred Smile Stadium. <laughs> that shit, oh, that's that's so scary. Fear <laughs> yeah. into teams traveling yeah. to North Queensland. <laughs> and oh. it one in 300 smiles. I think there's not enough to instill fear in people traveling to North Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> now they have one 300 <laughs> smiles stadium. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Oh, you got the Suncourt Stadium, which sounds cool. That's and then you got the, the one in Gold Coast, I don't know the name of it. Oh. No, the Rugby Stadium. Oh, Suncourt. So. No, that's Brisbane. Oh, um, that's, uh, yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> It's Queensland. That's the one Who that. Cares? That's the one that serves. Um, that's the one that serves carrots, isn't it? <laughs> 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 that's the oh. one. The rugby league in Gold Coast doesn't that doesn't that serve um like. This is the Gold Coast Titans vegetables. podcast. <laughs> 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 the Gold Coast Stadium podcast. It does sound a lot like this. We talked a lot about Metricon and the Gold Coast <laughs> podcast. We're just doing. Let's. What other stadiums in Gold Coast are there? This is uh, the. We'll uh, check out a cheeky little uh swimming swimming pool in the outskirts of town. Yeah. Uh, with no roof on it because I had no faith in the stadium holding up. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Um, but um, what, what were we saying? Um, oh, about, about the, the point coach. is, the oh, point yeah, is, Brendan uh, Goddard is about the AFL yeah. not NRL uh, taking AFL in viewership. Yeah, and a lot of talks about the skill levels are the worst they've ever seen. The players are as poor as they've ever seen. Um, so maybe God, someone like you said, I think you should treat the bad players badly. Bad players shouldn't play. Well, I don't, well, don't the best treat them badly. Team. Just don't let them in the team. <laughs> No, there's no point. To, there's no point abusing them. And also, I mean, there's make them hate themselves. And the, be, make the there's also needs to be a set. We do not endorse the uh, the view of that that particular presenter either. <laughs> I I don't think I don't think you need to. I don't think like uh, the perception of what a bad player is is, is really weird as well. I mean, Brendan Goddard was Brendan Goddard. That match that Brendan Goddard um was like you know the one that really got the public's attention because he was quite out, out, quite outwardly publicly attacking was it Zaharakis? Yeah. Um, he, uh, that one, he played terribly himself, got out. So he had absolutely no right to criticise. He played terribly season. Well, like, exactly. Even, so even the game today, the last week, was okay. It wasn't great. And I mean, this is, that's what, I think that's the problem with, you don't want a tough coach. You, you, you might want a tough coach. You might want a coach who has high standards. I don't think you want a coach who's going to be unfair or hypocritical or arrogant. And I, I, look, I don't want to make personal statements about Brendan Goddard. I'm sure he's not any of those things, but... 
if if I don't. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to take the risk, and I don't know if you want to take the risk with Brennan Goddard well, as a coach. You, but that's the point. It's 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 academic. He's not going to well, become a coach. Look, you, you're going to say you know you don't want a coach who wants to be hypocritical or arrogant or whatever. What what tough coach is that person though? Well, all right. Well, Ke- all right. Well, Kevin Sheedy making a speech about Kevin Me- Speedy, Kevin Sheedy saying he was disappointed they didn't win the grand final. That's not hypocritical. That's not. That's Calling not cruel. That's not soft, personal. Soft as marshmallows. Well, that was sort of funny, <laughs> and they are. Oh. <laughs> and it's a loss. I mean, that's you know. Yeah. Whereas, whereas for whereas to Brendan Goddard to go and tell someone else how to do their job when he doesn't do his job that well. But he's not a coach. What we're saying is that we want yeah, tough exactly. coaches in the league. Yeah. But you know, I don't. Know, I don't say we want tough well, coaches. Well, I'll give you Brendan Goddard fact. Do you know how? A lot of people remember Goddard for that mark in the 2010 grand final. And what that got St. Kilda in front. People forget the fact that he dropped the mark down the opposite forward line where Travis Cloak kicked the goal. Oh, yeah. So even yeah. though that people say he almost won the game, he actually lost them the game because he dropped yeah. that mark, Cloak kicked the goal, and the game ended up being a draw. So, yeah. fun fact about Goddard, he's, yeah. he's a fake. You're listening to the <laughs> Goddard hate hour. You're on. But no, um, I, do, I agree with Jeff. Um, yeah. I do think he would be a good coach because he'll be hard. I don't think it's hardness and toughness that make a good coach, but anyway. But let's I move think on. it makes it an effective No, no. Team. You know what makes a good coach? Taking um, the CEO out for a breakfast to complain about something you don't like. Yeah, that does. Right. That makes good umpires as well. Yeah, sure. yeah. Maybe we should take Brendan Goddard out for breakfast. To well, also, you know, being a coach of a Victorian team seems to help as well. <laughs> Gives you a bit of more of an advantage. Yeah. I mean, where's Paul been a little bit more uh, aggressive as of late and that proves to be... Bit of a bit of, bit of dick to the media. No, you can't. As long as you gave me the wins. But, but that, uh, that's so. true, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he hasn't. It's proven to be effective. Uh, we don't want to talk about Mark yeah. Field, but... <laughs> well, well actually, great. actually, look, I, I didn't want to bring it up, but let's talk about the elephant in the room. Do you think there is actually any merit to the theory that that the fact that Mark Field isn't here... Zach is and a Jackson... I was hoping you wouldn't. I was hoping you wouldn't derail this statement with a pun about Jackson Merritt. I could, as I said that, I was always going to do it, and I thought, no, I'm not going to sweep that low. Someone else will. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I hope there's not. Do you think there's Jackson Merritt in the statement about that that the fact that Mark Neal isn't is now longer coach? Oh, they have to be. Do you think that's a thing? Do you think that's okay? I don't think that's the thing, but I think it's there was an issue there. There have been reported in the media. I got this from the foot, the Sunday Footage Show Channel Nine. They said, "Oh, great, great source there." Well, yeah, Tony <laughs> Jones, he's all right. <laughs> yeah. I even said Thursday Night Footage Show. Don't get me started on that. Oh, that, that's not oh, even the source. No. <laughs> it's a, but yeah, he said, what? It, yes, yeah, he said apparently that Mark Neal was in a position where if you wanted to communicate with John Worsfold, you did have to go through Mark Neal, and apparently the messages were not getting to John Worsfold. Right. And, a, and a lot of people say that Mark Neal's position in that coach's box was basically your John Worsfold's right-hand man. Um, a lot of... Too bad he was left-handed. Yeah, that's true. Nice. It, it's, um, I thought that was funny in my head, to be honest. That was funny. That was <laughs> good. <laughs> but, uh, look, and, and look, there's a lot of... I mean, we were talking about this um, over lunch today, uh, that we said that yeah, we were having lunch. <laughs> we were with Alistair Clarkson and the umpire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on. No, but we're and saying that yeah. people did consider Mark Neal to be the worst coach in AFL history, and then you said, "Well, you know, he's up there." But oh, I mean, he was a failure, wasn't he? Though mm. I think he didn't he seemed like a season and a half at Melbourne. Yeah, yeah and he they were they were they were in like crisis mode when he took over. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that as well because I know I knew someone a Collingwood supporter, and he was so excited that Mark Neal was the coach of Melbourne. He's like, "Oh, Mark Neal was one of the main reasons why we won the flag in 2010." I mean, he's not yeah. ju- he's not wrong, but, but some people are good at more better at assistants than. Uh, main coaches, yeah, but what um, I don't even know. Mark Mark Neal was at Melbourne, Essendon. Well, they probably need to. They need to have a. I mean, you know, not being unfair, he's obviously if he's an AFL coach, he's obviously got a, some standard. But I don't think he's up to the AFL standard. That's like anymore. saying if you work in AFL media, you have some media experience. Got <laughs> <laughs> to play the game. We're in the AFL media experience. We're at the AFL media at the moment. Um, 
Yeah, no, you're right. Exactly. It doesn't. It's. It's. It doesn't make sense. So I don't. I agree. I think he's. I think he did run Melbourne to the ground a little bit, which is a very harsh thing to say. And it is, but it's. It's hard to argue. Yeah. I mean, he he put a twenty-one-year-old uh, as the captain. Yeah. Three twenty-one. Uh, yeah. What a twenty-year-old and twenty-one-year-old. Yeah. And now they both don't play for Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, and then he he, when Brad Green was his captain, he remember he made him as a, made substitute. As a sub. Yeah. That yeah. was bad, and he just ma- it just felt like he was making one really wrong decision like uh, just a, a terribly wrong decision after the yeah. other and that put him into the position that he was in Melbourne are in a better position now with they got the great leadership group they've got a great team they've got the guy who should have been captain all along Nathan Jones Nathan, yeah. exactly and people were arguing at the time they all screamed to the top of their lungs make Nathan Jones the captain and then you know it took him took Paul Roos to come it's in simple who's it. been Melbourne's best player in the last probably um, Five or six 20 years, years. Uh, who? Melbourne's best player in probably the last 20 years yeah. I don't, want, I don't um, know what you want me to say Jones but I really want to say Neeks Oh, yeah. well, he's retired in 2007. I thought you were going to say Maxi Gorn. Oh, that's beard, though. Yeah, that's no, a I was going to say James Russell Robinson. I was going to say Adam Ruse. Adam Ruse. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say the wizard. No. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say Russell Robinson. <laughs> I just like when uh, Bruce McAvoy said Robbo. It made me laugh sometimes. <laughs> You're hired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, have you? I haven't heard Bruce McAvoy say your name. <laughs> I think, um, yeah. So, uh, look, I mean, to, to diplomatically put it, Mark Deal is just not being up to his usual form, and I think the team is going to benefit from it. So, a quick a last thoughts on the game. What do we quickly? What do we think? Thought of the win? Was it a great win? Good win? Medium win? I think eh. it was. I think it was a great win. And then, uh, you know, if we're going to look forward to the next game, we, you know, Essendon usually play an idiot team, which is more of a running ground, which we always say benefits us. But MCG. Sorry? MCG. No, no, Idiot Stadium is a much smaller ground yeah, than but the MCG. We're playing the MCG. Yeah, no, this is, I'm getting to a point. <laughs> is it? Oh, sorry. Because we are kicking, have more of a kicking game, <laughs> that's going to benefit but us see, on the MCG. Jeff, this shows a bit on the timer, so let's, let's make <laughs> 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 it. Can you sort of your point? Can you keep your points so, yeah. to five seconds? I'll quote Dick Reynolds if you don't mind, Carl. I believe it was Mao Zedong who once said that we play better on Eddie Head. Um... I think I think it was a good win. I really think it was perhaps more encouraging. I, I was prepared to dismiss Geelong as a fluke, but this one I think there's a real sign. They've made significant changes. They've sacked a coach and they've changed their playing style, and it's 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 working. That's what that's the formula for wow, how to make a difference. Wow, you told Jeff to go five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> so, so Jeff, you cannot go much more than five seconds. Let me explain to you why going <laughs> for more than five seconds is a problem. Because firstly, if you go for more than five seconds, it gets boring for the audience. Secondly, often you can run out of things to say if you go for more than five seconds. Let's move on. Anyways, I thought it was a good win. Could be a season-defining win. That's how you do it. <laughs> nice. Um, so let's talk about the big, the big news story of the week that we all forgot until I mentioned it just before he went on air. <laughs> Kevin Sheedy is now a legend of the AFL. He always yeah. was a legend, mate. I love Kevin Sheedy. Well, now he's an official legend. Yeah. <laughs> now you can legally say, it's a bit like saying, you know, we've all been saying champagne when it's not really champagne because it's not for the Champagne Valley. Now, like, we're saying legend. We, we haven't been able to technically say he's a legend because he's not officially a legend. Well, at least he's got that parking spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like the fact that until 2011 you weren't allowed to say Fremantle Dockers because it was copyrighted by a clothing um, place? That's right. Yeah. Really? It was, yeah. It was either Fremantle, um, the Frio Dockers, yeah, so yeah. So until 2011, um, until Fremantle actually had the rights to the name, they were either known as Fremantle or the Frio Dockers. Really? Oh, wow. That makes a lot of sense. And I bet that clothing store won more premierships. <coughs> oh! oh! <laughs> Liam, why aren't you There are more gold? people in that store than they are at the stadium. <laughs> oh! 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 oh. 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 Vera would that burn? Oh, sorry. Oh! That store probably had the common sense to sack Ross Lyon, but yeah. you know. <laughs> so, oh. They can probably score more anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh. But yeah, so Kevin Sheedy's now a legend, played um, premiership player at Richmond, premiership coach at Essendon, 
was that? Uh, yeah, I, oh, I, yeah. I wouldn't even um, don't even talk down when you get a GWS. He's the reason why the club is much further ahead than Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. of course. But exactly. He he did not take that. I think that Gold Coast they took Gold Coast and the expansion club when they started. Um, they took more like oh they're the seventeenth club. Mm. Kevin Sheedy took it as a personal thing. He took it as a you know yeah. this is going to be a big club. This is his club. He wants his club to be there. This is why this is the greatest stadium in mm. uh, in Sydney. This is why yeah. this is it. Do you think it's the greatest stadium, don't you? Oh, <laughs> spotless. Think, uh, it's absolutely club wonderful. Spotless Stadium is the spotless? best. I, spotless Stadium, isn't it? It's Spotless yeah, Stadium. Yeah, Spotless, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Like, I have not had... I have. I, I do like waiting in queues, and that was one of the best <laughs> I've waited in. So, what do you what do you like more? <laughs> the Hurstbridge Line or Spotless Stadium? Uh, well, they're both about as long. Um, <laughs> They're both, they're both, uh, oh mm. gosh, that's a bad, but yeah, no, you're right, Kevin Sheedy totally made GWS the, the premiership contender it is today. I mean, it, it just mm. gave a real heart. Yeah, and I mean, we're saying that he, he's like kind of the guy who built up GWS, he built up most of the major games that we have today. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he was in mind behind the Anzac Day Clash, he was in mind about the Dream Time of the Dream Match, both games are sellout games. Yeah. Mm. For the future, he's sort of the eureka match between North Melbourne and Richmond that's currently still being built at the moment and trying to make something out of that. Yeah. He is what match? The country match? The eureka match. No, no, the, yeah, it's the yeah. eureka match, Richmond versus North Melbourne. I don't think that was going to, I think that was going to happen when North Melbourne was trying to get games at um, Ballarat. No, 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 they still do it. It's called the eureka match. I've been in it a couple of times, yeah. That's a match? Yeah, that's what I got. Mean. I must it was, have it was Kevin idea. Um, the CEO of the AFL was travelling around America and he called him up in the middle of the night and said, hey, i got an idea for a match between <laughs> Richmond and North Melbourne. Kevin Sheedy also punched out an Essen player because they played a joke on him in New York and he thought it was getting mugged. I actually <laughs> heard that. <laughs> 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 yeah, was, that was the main reason he was put into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, Kevin Sheedy is crazy in a good way, isn't he? Oh, yeah. he's great. Oh, he's uh, I know, I know he, he's pushing for the India, the game oh, in yeah. India, yeah. Um, with Essen, Adelaide, JWS and Richmond. Yeah. Like I think they can do a big um international, like get St Kilda back to New Zealand and yeah, yeah. have a big round just outside of Australia. The China game, yeah. um two games in India and a game in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Fremantle could play in Ireland, it'd be just a bit closer than Perth, <laughs> so that would that would work well for them. Who are gonna play a game on the moon? <laughs> Who would they get to play on well, the moon? Well they played a game in Mars, so <laughs> well that'd be Carlton because they're sponsored by Mars and Well the Mars Stadium in Ballarat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that, and that was a joke, but okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we're so right we're over our heads there, yeah, son. Wow. <laughs> so wow. it's, keep your bellow out humour to yourself. No, right. It, it's a, it's a, Jeff. <laughs> I don't know what you think you are, man. Oh, sorry, sorry, Jeff, sorry, it's a bellow out thing. Oh, I, I forgot, I forgot, Ballard's probably too far for us in the travel. They'll probably yeah, complain about yeah, it. Yeah, well, we, uh, the light oh. aircraft doesn't go there. So, <laughs> <laughs> the light aircraft doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Being in the stadium would have chairs. Oh. Who was that? How long yeah. ago was that? I was going to say Kilda, was it? Like it was Mangarada, wasn't it? Achuka. Achuka? Yeah, Bless yeah. you. No, it wasn't Rain. It was Mangarada. So, thank you. But yeah, no. no yeah. I think he did a lot. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, I think as well, the other thing, he, I mean, some of his quotes, some of his, uh, his, his, sort of his persona around the game is really yes, important. Yes, like um, saying Hawthorne were drug cheats in the 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't, isn't that, oh, isn't that, that, that the a, 80s. Isn't that a good bit of karma, though? But that was Hawthorne drug cheats. That was heading into the '84 Grand Final. Do you even know, you know the story about that? Yeah, and um, was it? They put candy, they not put, candy. Like, Vicks, uh, they used to put Vicks on their jersey, and uh, they kept smelling it. And then he thought they they put some sort of substance on their jersey, and that's what they'll do during the game. <laughs> so Kevin Sheedy, player, coach, detective, <laughs> private eye, <laughs> investigator. Uh, <laughs> I smell a rat. <laughs> and Alan Jean's cracked because Alan Jean, I think, is a cop. He was a cop back in those days. Ah. Uh. That's what I heard, but yeah. The coffee played for Hawthorne on the weekends. <laughs> no, he was coach. a coach. Coach. Well, that's right. Yeah, he was too. And he was a cop. I think well, so. that's why he took great offence to it, because he's part yeah. of the uh, yeah, true. police force. Mm. But yeah, that's good. But one. isn't that good irony, though? Who like, did you do the cutthroat thing to? Who was that? Um, oh, 
Can we talk about Kevin Sheedy for a bit? <laughs> well, <laughs> but I think that's what we're talking about, isn't it? And he did the whole West Coast um, the scarf, throw the scarf yeah. round, which they now yeah. do at every game that completely devalues it. Yeah. Um, um, the marshmallow thing that we said. Yeah, the marshmallows. Um, he once said, because he, he played 27 years, he said, me and, me and Mandela are the only people who've got 27 years. <laughs> Which is a bit extreme. Um, uh, I wish he played his last game in Melbourne. He played it in Perth, but uh, that was unfortunate. But, you know, good on him. He made some jokes and got out of there. Did you go to his last match in Melbourne? I went to the last one in Melbourne. That was... Because yeah. it was against Richmond, and it was 90,000 people, and it yeah. was... You got smashed that game, I remember. But it was, yeah, fireworks. It was emotional. So. Yeah. He's, he's done some so many great things. We can't even reel them off. The, as we said before, he's done the Anzac... Great things like the Anzac Day game. Great things like the Dreamtime Day game. Great things like the Eureka match. He's also oh. done the country match. Um, oh, wow. That, that, that's, oh. Which I still hate because it's not in a country I know, stadium. I know. Yeah. That, I we talked about that a few weeks ago. It's when ridiculous. When first announced it, I thought that was what it was going to be. I said it was going to yeah. go into regional Victoria and just do it in the sticks. In Mildura. Was, but then, you know, w- wonder, on the wonder why the AFL would not let that happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Cha-ching. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no money involved at all. Yeah, yeah, mm. that was yeah exactly. They're really they're not like they're financially conservative or they're worried about. It's like it's like why you know this is just a stupid hypothetical. Imagine putting yeah, a team that hasn't made a final since, since like twenty thirteen and currently last in the ladder in like seven Friday night games in a year. Like that wouldn't make any logical sense. No, no, you're no. right. They wouldn't do that. They not would, they at would, they're, all. they're more moral than that. Oh yeah, and, and like they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Um, they wouldn't. Uh, not put teams in the two biggest footy following states outside Victoria in the Northern Territory and in Tasmania. They wouldn't not do that because no, they because no. they don't want to you know because there's not quite as many people so they they're going to lose twenty dollars on it and they mm. would they, if they could do that they would they would they would they would they understand they, they would understand that it's worth doing it in the long run. They clearly they've done every they've looked into it as much as possible mm. and they know for certain that it's just not feasible. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. We, we spoke about Kim Chi in the past. Let's talk about Kim Chi in the future. He's going to be marching he'll towards... He'll be dead. <laughs> 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 no, 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 40 years. Where did he get buried? <laughs> <laughs> not, 40, not 40 years in the future. I'm thinking more like tomorrow. I think that's the same thing. I, 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 Maybe I, I, he'll be right. I think that's the same case. He's pretty old. <laughs> I'm not being honest, I haven't even checked the news for a while. <laughs> you guys keep laughing and talking about facts. Kevin Sheedy, tomorrow. I'm just saying. What do you think they'll play at his funeral? Do you think they'll play the Aston theme song or the Richmond theme song? We're the greater Western Sydney Giants. As yeah, people are tearing up. But what jersey would they put on his coffin? <laughs> no, no, the usual question, like, usually so with a club legend, sued. they put... They'll put an S in with a country theme. We're going to get so sued. <laughs> no, 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 this is a legit question. Like, with legends... Don't show anymore. With legends, they put the one jersey on, but I'll put... Um, on the coffin? Yeah, they usually put a um, jersey on the coffin, but he played for Richmond, coach of Essendon. Would they put would they put like half a half jersey on? <laughs> I reckon his theme. I reckon his. They probably put a Collingwood jumper because that's halfway between Essendon and Richmond. But he's probably, probably more um, remembered. Oh <laughs> he's probably more remembered as an Essendon yeah, coach and yeah, a Richmond player. I'd probably think Essendon they do it. Let's try and get let's get Kevin Judy on the line. Kevin, we're just talking about you, and we're wondering what's your funeral plans like. They could. I reckon they should put the GWS anthem on during the funeral because that way people will definitely cry. Move on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, uh, yeah, he's done a lot. He's uh, and I think he's. Um, I think it's about time he. I actually thought he was a legend before now. So did I actually, yeah. yeah. He should have been. I thought he. I thought he should have got him back fifteen years ago. Like he would have been well in his. Oh, life I think they probably way too retired from coaching. So what twenty thirteen? I think his last year coach was. Is that the, is there a rule there that you can't be involved? Yeah, I think it's three years. Yeah. Three years after you retire, 
I think no, it I think was like five years yeah. after you you get um into the Hall of Fame. I think. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, because not just anyone can be. That's why players who are playing currently can't yeah. be. A, oh no, Buckley got in the Hall of Fame while he was coach. So I don't mm. know. Yeah, so I don't understand. Yeah. Maybe it's just they were trying to wait until he's like, are you, you, you got your ideas on paper? All right, we'll put you in now. Well, they only put one legend in a year. And is he in a hall? Is it just? The office between the toilets <laughs> and the star road. <laughs> like, you know, I've been to the tour of the MCG, the MCG museum. Yeah. You know, any place to have the Hall of Fame, like, yeah. have it there, but no, no, nothing. Uh, can I say my point now? Because it's been about 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> point. <laughs> 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 yeah, sorry, fine, go on. All right, so tomorrow, Kevin Sheen is going to be marching to the G with uh, Kickett. Remember Darren Kickett? Yeah. He, he wanted to murder him, yeah. Yeah, and they're gonna they shook hands a couple of days ago, and then they both agreed that they're gonna be walking side by side to the MCG for tomorrow's game. Why? Because Dream Time at the G. It's the you know Derek is an indigenous player, and Kevin Shea was the one who created the Dream Time game. That's true. Oh, you mean what was the conflict around them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh okay. You don't he know got, the story? He got dropped from the '93 Grand Final. Yeah, so Darren Kickett in 1993 played yeah. every single game in the season plus the finals, but when it came to the Grand Final, that's right. Yeah, sorry. He yeah. knocked him out. So yeah, not knocked him out. He got him out of the team. That was um, pretty cruel. That was, and he's off. And that's he, right. he jetted off to Sydney the next season. He's yeah. been pretty. He's been. Yeah, that's right. And there was a lot of. That was one thing that Kevin Chitty was criticised a lot for. It was we people accused him of using kick it and. I'm not. Yeah, but look, look, it's they. They've buried the hatchet with his great, and now they're going to mm. move on. And now we get to watch them both at the MCG for the first time in a very long time. Yeah, so Michael Long years. won't be there. So. Yeah, why not? That, no, that was a heart condition. Oh, it's a, yeah, something. Something's wrong. Yeah. 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 That's what piqued my interest too, because he's normally involved in all of them. Yeah, yeah you know, that's yeah. terrific. Well, we're going to preview the game. We'll preview the game a bit later. Anything else to add about Kevin Chee, the great man? That's uh, not about his death? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> in that case, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, nah. Uh, I th- oh, well, it's just, you know, best life dream. Kevin, if you leave. Wish you well, Kevin. Say hello to me. Not going to award for you, brother. Um, no, mm. yeah, I think, yeah, he's a, he's a legendary player. His person, the way he took on the game, the, the, his attitude towards it is kind of fairly laconic. He, he was one of the few coaches not to take himself adamantly seriously. Uh, a lot of other coaches could learn about that these days. Alistair Clarkson, and Chris Scott, Brad Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Get this man a menthol. <coughs> oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> True. Um, but, you Something know. Something going around. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I think he's, he's worth, he's, he's definitely, um, definitely deserves that legend status. Does. I agree too. Yeah. We'll quickly get to the VFR results and the, the results. Um, it was a triple win for Essendon. No, it wasn't. I was wrong. I'm a liar. Liam, shut up. Great two out of three. Ugh. Two out of three for Essendon. Um, defeated the Northern Blues, eight seven fifty five to nineteen fourteen hundred twenty eight. So that's how you defeat Carlton. Yeah, <laughs> so good, good lesson there. Um, against St Kilda in the women's, lost nine six sixty to three six twenty four. That's St Kilda women's team's playing well. Go yeah, on, sorry. Yeah. I think it's the Southern Southern Saints, not St Kilda, but same stuff. Um, then in the wheelchair league, um, eight seven fifty five to four four twenty eight, they defeated Hawthorne. So they finally got their first win, and and where can we watch the wheelchair league? Because I really honestly don't know. I've tried to look it up. I, I really, really, really want to watch it. I have tried to email Essendon mm. for any help, but haven't responded at all. We should go to Essendon, drive a tank. No, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll find them. Oh. And then also in the um, the esports, in the final against RMIT esports blacks. Alright. In um, the Rocket League. So what are they playing? Are they playing like AFL games? Uh, Rocket League. What's that? You never play Rocket League? No. It's, it's like, like soccer with cars. Yeah, uh, I thought it was like video games. It, it is, is a video, video game. game. <laughs> What's that? It's a. I oh know it's a bit weird. I it's don't a rocket really understand it's it either. You, you, you're, you're a car, and there's a big soccer ball, and you're trying to get into a goal. No, mate, I was cool in high school. It is. A <laughs> no, you weren't. Yes, I was. Yeah, don't make us believe you that. Believe that. And 
That was the cool game in high school. Yeah. No one in high school was playing. Yes, but didn't you go to Cranbourne or whatever? No, I went to Cranbourne. Cranbourne. Get that mixed up every again. Cranbourne. Like you know. So we didn't play Russian roulette. Yeah. <laughs> we actually did play Russian roulette. It was a crazy weekend. But <laughs> it is a bit of a weird thing, the whole Rocket League. Have you ever played Rocket League? <laughs> have you ever played Rocket yeah, League? Yeah, I played Rocket League. I, I don't know what Rocket League I never is. have, actually. I have it on my PlayStation. Good. It sounds like an energy drink. It does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, they're trying to Sorry. But no, it's not a bad yeah. game. Um, most people play it online. I don't play online. I barely play PlayStation, but... Not a bad game. No, it's a weird thing for a football club to be investing in, but I guess it's. Bang- I thought when it's, I actually always thought esports until recently. Esports was playing the Aussie Rules AFL Evolution that oh came out God. last year, <laughs> isn't it? No, no, no. glitch about eight times. <laughs> I, I've watched. Um, I've watched game competitions, and that stuff's intense. Yeah, yeah, they're doing it like Margaret Court Arena. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. like a big crowd, rock and people are like 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 into it. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's get quickly now go to um, the Dreamtime game. Dreamtime at the G, Essen versus Richmond. The reigning premiers who have not defeated the final side this year against Essen and all their wins have come against the final side this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do we... Who wins and why? How? Oh, man, it's rough to say. Um, I think Michael Hurley back in the team is a good addition. He's out? <laughs> nah. No, he's in. Nah, no. Um, uh, but, you know, I think that could help against Jack Rewalt in the forward line and give Hooker a little bit of time to run around. But, you know, they do like to play a little bit unorthodox every now and again. My only fear with Richmond is I don't think we have an answer to Revolt and uh, and to Cochin and uh, Dusty. I they don't do think I don't think there's anyone who can put them down. I understand that you know they're a tough midfield to tackle, but I mean the last couple of weeks Eston has, has had terrific uh, midfield pressure. Um, so you know it's just it's tough. I think in my opinion, you and everyone might roll their eyes, but I think you do have to double team Dustin Martin. Because if you go one-on-one, on one, he will just fend off and run away. He has had a good season, though. Sorry? He has had a good season. But, I mean, when you try to play him one-on-one, on one, though, he will just fend you. He's very strong. He'll just fend you off and keep running. With a guy like Dustin Martin, you do need to well, kind of put a circle around remember, him. Dustin Martin was born in Castle Maine. All he had was defending off cows. <laughs> Don't think, have you ever been to Castle Maine? Never. There is nothing there. It's mm. yeah. It's there not is great. nothing. Of course, you've been to Castle Maine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I have family in Castle Maine. That's why I've been to Castle Maine. <laughs> well, your family's probably like, oh, let's go on a big holiday. Yeah. Where, where? Castle go? Let's Sydney, exotic. Sydney, Perth, Castle Maine. Whoa, 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 Castle Maine. I haven't seen a traffic light in like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> where will I be bored shitless? Castle Maine. <laughs> let's see. Well, we do win these two. Let's sell these two tickets to Disneyland Paris and. <laughs> And use the money to buy petrol to go to Castle Maine. <laughs> I hear that the Bowcastle factory's there. Um, uh, so I heard I heard the weather's terrible every day of the year. <laughs> oh. Nice. Nice. Uh, the, the yeah, I like Castle Maine. Oh, it's a pretty little town. Do you like it? Anyway. I'm not a big fan of Castle Maine. Do you want to take this outside? Do you want to take this to Castle Maine? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a milk crate. He's got a milk crate, Liam. And I'm afraid to use He's it. He's afraid to use it. Um, what I was going to say is... <laughs> 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 Do you think we were just, like, joking? No, <laughs> we, we brought For the record, I actually held no, up a milk crate that's I was in here, I was the, Oh, you guys were in here before me, but I was in here first. No, we were too busy um, racing to get here. Yeah, you did that podcast I wasn't invited to. We had gone. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I was going to say, um, with the, shit, just w- w- when you say we, we, like, we have... They, they do have good mid-pressure. They do have good <laughs> midfield pressure. But I think the forward <laughs> pressure is going to be more important against the Tigers. If you look at their previous matches, I mean, Tigers just always have so many scoring opportunities. Usually getting more goals than behinds, or at least equal to, like last week when they got 15-15. Whereas the last few matches that we played and won, I mean, uh, GWS got 8-12, and then uh, the the Cats got uh, 7-3. 
So I mean, neither of them are that. No, you know, I mean, granted, we we beat them because we were better players, but I also think the fact that uh, and because those teams played that wasn't very. They weren't. Those teams weren't in form when they got those scores. But if for a team like Richmond, which just boots it every which way, I think they Essen needs better forward pressure than they've had in the last few weeks. I think we've got to watch Josh Caddy. He's been on fire as well, kicking yeah. six he goals against St Kilda. He is a very good so, player. I love how he left Geelong because he wanted to play more time in the midfield and he spent most of his time in Richmond in the, f- uh, in the forward line. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. yeah. yeah talk about, that's like going on holiday to like Spain and it rains every day. That's like, I don't know. Um, that's a great analogy. Because <laughs> we've, we've all been to Spain. We know <laughs> yeah, what it's like there. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, we all know how much it rains in Spain. It's like, it's like, going, it's like going to Rome and not seeing the Colosseum. <laughs> Uh, guys, if you're looking for a stand-up player in this game, who are you looking to see uh, just dominate? Or who who are you, who do you want to play good? Who to play an outstanding game? And who are you expecting to play an outstanding game? Mm. Matt D. Matt mm. D. I'm gonna agree with you on that. He's been a terrific player. and We don't talk about him enough on this show. Oh, just yeah. looking at names. Don't don't you love when the you know the guy who hasn't really had a standout game? He's been good. Then yeah. plays a standout game. Yeah. That's what I want to see. So, my my money's on Matt D. And who do you think should improve in the team ahead of the Richmond game? Uh, Goddard. Brendan Goddard, you think he needs another big one? Yeah. Yeah, no worries. How about you, Andrew? I reckon Merritt needs to lift a little bit. He's yeah. been playing well. well. He's been poor this year, though. Yeah, not great. So I think uh, but I think when he plays well, we this whole team lives. And because, like I say, we have that midfield pressure, we're going to need every bit of midfield because Richmond have such a strong midfield. So I think Merritt, all the midfielders, but Merritt particularly needs to be completely on. Merritt's almost like the captain of the midfield, yeah. which is weird because Heppel also plays in the midfield. Why are you smirking at? Because you're so beautiful. Likewise. You are. Oh, Thanks, guys. He, he, Andrew is a good-looking man. Uh, How is he single? Everyone always says I'm over face of radio, but I've never believed I tell you what, I'm trying to hook um, Andrew up with this chick. Do you want to know who she is? <laughs> yeah? Who? It's this I chick from America. She shaves her legs in the pools. In the oh, pools. yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, that, that is the type of girl for you. Yeah. She wouldn't She wouldn't want me it. anymore. She, yeah. Oh, anyway, so the thing about Merritt as well is that they, I think the other person <laughs> needs to see me. <laughs> 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 I think that... Um, <laughs> We're the worst flying on podcast ever. This has been bad. Um, I think the, uh, <laughs> I think the, I think probably Merritt needs a lift. Yeah. In terms of the person, I think will play a good match and never gets enough credit is Saad. I was saying before, yeah, Saad is fantastic. I love it. Good him. off of halfback. I think he is just the kind of player that gets in among the action. He's he's our answer to losing Joe Watson. So that's I expect that, that's odd. Yeah, well, it's a very weird call. But two different Watson's positions. a midfielder with no running capability whatsoever. Yeah. And especially no pace. Well, you think Saar no, has pace. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And pace yeah. off halfback. It is a bit of... I see what you mean, but I think, I think the reason I compare those two is because Watson always used to get in the action. He'd always jump at it. He'd, you know, he'd, never, he'd never crumb it. He'd never wait for other players to get the ball to him. He'd just go for the ball. And I don't think we have anyone like that until Saad came along to this year. That's what yeah, I'll say. Good point. What do you think, Jeff? Uh, I think McDonald, Tip and Woody played terrific against the Giants, so I think he's going to be... Play, I'll, I expect him to play a terrific game against the Tigers. Yep. Uh, in terms of who I would like to see uh, lift up a bit, I you know what I know he's been struck by injury and, and, and he's just come back. But in terms of who I want to see to play an outstanding game, I would like to see Arazio Fantasia uh, oh, dominate. Yeah. Oh, whether, he, whether he's dominating in the midfield or the forward line, I just want to see him. Uh, you know, I want him to be the leading. Uh, he, had, he had the leading disposals in that game. Um, what do you think about them talking about Hurley playing forward? 
Like why? I'd rather him in the back line. Why can't people just keep Hooker and Hurley back? Like I want him in the back. Why line. Why would you have two? I think I think both have all been all Australian defenders now. Because and why would you want to move anything from forward? Because you look at the forward line and you say we said it earlier in the show. We don't think Jake Stringer should be a key forward. We don't think he should be that deep into the forward. All right, but then who you got? Because my opinion, Stewart isn't that great of a player. Has at times has a terrific first half or first quarter, but. I mean, he's not going to kick six goals tomorrow, I don't think. He just doesn't feel like that type of player. Oh, I'm putting my own kick six goals now. <laughs> on Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Uh. Um, uh, yeah, Stuart, I'm sort <laughs> of... Uh, I, think he, I think he's a solid player. I don't think he's a saviour like some people talk about him. Him yeah, and Stringer. Who's talked about uh, him as a saviour? Yeah. Not a saviour, but like, people... Actually, no, I don't know. Oh, yeah, look, no. At, look at Lloyd 2.0 over oh, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so. Call him James if Lloyd. I want someone, if I want someone to go for the ball and then drop it, I'll know who I'm going to call. <laughs> 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 Yeah. I want someone who's good. I want someone who's just sort of barely competent. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone who's good, but not going to be too. Who's good. your favourite player? I want someone who's inconsistent. <laughs> plays a few good games and then. Damn it! Ball. Get me, Stuart. <laughs> so, now, <laughs> so, inconsistency is bliss. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he had a better season than. Can you imagine that like, he runs up, goes for the mark, slips out of his head, and goes Stuart, Stuart, <laughs> Stuart? <laughs> That's his party trick. Oh. Party trick. Oh God! Watch this. Throw the ball to him. I bet he'll almost take it, but drop do it ultimately. Do the thing. Do the thing. Go. Go, ready. So Stuart, I reckon, is going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I I agree with him. If he plays well, he can be great. If he doesn't play well, then he's a liability. There you go. And he's a bad player that should be dropped. By Goddard, yes. I like the word liability. I agree with you on that. No, he's you a think he's a liability. Yeah. Uh, there's a few players. I don't think there's anyone in the Essen team at the moment, but there's a, a lot of players. A good example for me is um, Bradley Hill uh, when he played at Hawthorne. So I, st- I don't think Bradley Hill was that great of a player. But I think the reason why he's a three-time premiership player is that Hawthorne had no one else in that team as a wingman. So that's the only reason why you know, So you know those players are only in the team because they have no one to fill that position? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought Bradley Hill is. And I've got a feeling if Essen can get another forward, Stuart would be that player. We're going to put it back to Essendon like, terms. I remember, remember Laycock, who was a Ruckman mm. about 10 or so years ago. Oh, I always yeah. thought he was that player. Because oh, I, remember, I remember thinking he was a very clumsy and inconsistent player, but we needed a Ruckman at that time, and David Hill was injured, so they got Laycock. What? Yeah. David Hill was injured? No, that, oh, that yeah, never no. happened. Yeah, I know. Really? Wow. I had the flu. <laughs> so, oh. the sniffles. He stubbed oh. his toe. Absolutely um, shocking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this one hour show. Uh, Forty. <laughs> Anyways, that's all the it time we have. We're all going to the game. We won't see Andrew because me and Jeff got VIP seating. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be looking up at you, uh, hoping that you throw a chip uh, down. No, we're one of those balcony. boxes where you, we have to get into a fight. It's mandatory now at the football, yeah, it is, it is. so <laughs> we have to get into a fight. So yeah. 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 I'm who are you fighting? Oh, I don't know. Put some Richmond supporters. Anyways. This is the Flying Out Podcast with Liam, Andrew, and Jeff.